0: to another uh, bright, sunny and slightly poorly, I'll come to that in a minute, uh, episode of That Tattoo Show, a podcast all about tattooing. It's just two idiots talking to microphones and cameras for about 40 minutes. Uh, Stick with us. We've been here for about three years. We're streaming everywhere every Sunday and that's about the best intro I can do because it's not normally my job. My job is normally to do what I'm going to do next, which is to bring you up to speed with this week's episode. So for those of you that might... Follow us on Instagram. If you don't, head over to Instagram and follow us. we got an Instagram. Uh, but we didn't have an Instagram for, for a minute or two. We've been running some competitions and the account got, you know, copied and cloned and people were getting contacted. And then for a little while, we didn't have access to our Instagram. So we've had some problems. Chris had to put a phone call into Meta uh, to try and sort it out. Uh, long story short, that is still ongoing and Meta are helping us sort it out. But during the process, Chris was able to have a really interesting conversation with the people at Meta, i.e. Instagram, about the best way for us as artists to use and grow our Instagrams. And when he told me this, I said, yeah, I know, I've watched loads of tutorials about it. Uh, And he said, no, 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 it's totally different from the information that you're normally given online. And he's here to tell you how to improve your Instagram game
1: today. Chris? I look like that fucking guy from Star Wars, don't I? Something, something dark side. <laughs> well, you breathe like him. I can hear you <laughs> breathing yeah, in my info. I head don't phone. Know, my chest is so <laughs> effed. So, yeah, um, we had, a, obviously, we had that issue where our social media was taken down, um, and I... We spoke. I spoke to Meta um, and at the same time, they were like, well, we've got, it was one of their social media specialists and they wanted to kind of go through kind of like my Instagram and talk about ways that I could improve it. So, you know, I had a chat for about an hour and a half and then I obviously wrote down all the notes and this is me telling you that. Yeah. So one thing that became really apparent when I was speaking to the Meta specialist was, Instagram is kind of like a game, basically. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's a game that you've got to play. Yeah, it's a really shit video game that you've got to play. Um, And you've got to learn how to play it. So I was kind of like asking, how do we play this game effectively? And the first thing that they said was all about posting content. Now, Normally, and I've spoken to Paul about this. You know, people say, "Oh, yeah, you should post like you know three or four posts a day, or you should do this and you should do that." Uh, after speaking to them, I think the most important lesson that I learned is consistency is the key to engaging with the algorithm and getting your content out there. So, if you're posting inconsistently, whether it's two times a day, three times a day, four times a week, one week, three times a week, another week, and two times a week, another week it's too inconsistent for the algorithm to pick up. Do you know what I mean? So what they said is, what's the best thing to do is to post on a consistent cadence as frequently and as comfortably as you can, and even if it's, say, just like one reel a week. If you're posting once a week, and it's consistently once a week, you're going to see more reach over time than you would if you're posting like really sporadically because what they explained is by posting once a week and at the same time when you have that consistency the algorithm will pick that up and it will know that that's kind of like when to push your content um so they also suggested as well, considering scheduling your posts or reels in advance to ensure regular content sharing. Um, they did say that many successful creators post three to five times a week. Um, but again, it it's all about consistency. So like, say for example, if you are, like me and Paul, we work on large projects. If you are gonna kind of like do this, it would be best to kind of save up your content And then plan it to do, say, like two posts a week and make sure that you're doing it consistently. So if you want to post it on a Monday and a Thursday, for example, post it on a Monday and a Thursday and you will see that you'll get more reach. Now, the other thing with that is with the posting three to five times a day. the way I understood it was like every single person's got like a finite amount of reach. So you have like a reach allowance, let's say. And if you're posting three times a day, then you're dividing your allowance of reach over three posts. Whereas if you're posting once a day, you're going to be getting the full reach from that post. One example that they gave me and that really stood out. Have you seen that uh, that portrait artist, uh, Devin Rodriguez? He does, It's great. He like basically sits on a subway... Sketches a stranger, does like, and sometimes he paints like a full realistic portrait of a random person on a train, but then he films that and that is his thing he shows it to them and, and that oh, okay. is kind of real so what they've said is in just 6 months he gained over 1 million followers on Facebook and 660,000 followers on Instagram now the article discussing it is going to be popped in the description below so you get a better understanding but i've kind of like you know taken certain snippets of it so i can kind of give you a bit of an outline um what they said is one of his key strategies is posting consistently and aiming for three to five times a week. And another important aspect Devin mentions is repeating a format that works so he says he always drew portraits even before creating video content because it was his passion and this viral format which can be repeated is loved by the algorithm Uh, so in the tattooing world you can pick a format that showcases your work and engages viewers so they say it's very important to use a good hook such as giving a stranger a drawing of themselves and that is meant to immediately hook viewers and make them curious. Yeah. So what he also does then is he also includes moments of anticipation within his videos. Like he'll put like a little kind of pop-up bit of writing that says, wait for their reaction. And that keeps the viewers engaged. Text overlays, music, and other creative tools. All those tools that you use within the app, they will increase your reach because Instagram will fucking love it. It's like a nine-second kind of anticipation kind of window. So if you imagine the video is, watch me drawing a stranger. Yeah. Then it'll have a couple of shots then of him drawing, and then it will cut to a couple of shots then, so like nine seconds worth of footage of him actually doing the drawing. So you get to see the drawing, and it's that really crucial point. So like, you know, like like, like a beginning, middle, and end. So basic, half-finished face, full-finished face, and then the payoff is he shows them, and that is his kind of, like, format for making a viral reel. Yeah. And it works. It works for him. Yeah, yeah. Moving away from Devon is collaborating with other creators. Yeah. Collaborating is a great way to grow professionally and engage with your community. So, for example... Uh, when i was doing the testing to see if it worked a recent collaboration i did on my personal instagram remember the video i made with my daughter yeah and i put the fake tattoo on her so i did that as a collaboration and um that got ten point nine thousand views yeah which is the highest i've seen on any of my reels on my personal page so i think collaborations are a definite good idea and they will work only on the basis that the person you select as a collaborator accept that obviously if they don't accept it it's not going to work i think
0: you want you you want your collaboration to be uh connected you know so like ones that come to mind straight away is you know if you're filming some of you working the products that you use in your setup could w- could all potentially be collaborators right you know so you could invite you know you can only invite one collaborator at a time so you know, you could choose to invite your, one, any one of your sponsors as a collaborator, which is the most obvious choice, um, or any one of the brands in that particular video. When you were talking about the guy Devon and his format, it did make me think of a tattooist that I know that has got a, a thing like that that they do, that's got a hook and then a payoff. It's not quite as fully fledged as what that seems. But have you ever seen Big Mike's Instagram? you know a great big Mikey yeah, yeah, and he yeah, does no, like yeah. a terrible deliberately terrible sharpie drawing and then he does a quick flash and then you've got this beautiful traditional japanese piece and he repeats yeah. that a lot and it doesn't matter that it's not the first time that you see it, that you know what the gag is, because once you know it, then that intro doesn't become confusing. It becomes the anticipation bit yeah. that Chris is talking about. Because you go, Oh, I know I know that this is gonna turn into one of Mikey's tattoos, but he does these like deliberately bad drawings to start with. Because clearly he can draw, right? You know, but I think he's just definitely mucking about.
1: Another important aspect Devon highlighted was the importance of creating wholesome, positive, and joyful content?
0: Let's skip that. I completely bit then. understood what he meant there. It's not wholesome or joyful, this. let's skip this bit. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> but what he was saying is like <laughs> positive people naturally Again, gravitate towards. Really receive negative comments, um, and what he said is like on Instagram, he restricts people who leave like negative comments. Do you know what I mean? Um, and what that does, it maintains a positive platform. Can
0: you imagine if if a tattooist did that? If you restricted negative people in the in your in your comments, you wouldn't. You'd just be restricting everybody. You know? Can I? I'd be going into oh, my followers and going. Can you'd I, have no can I comments. Can just have a button that says restrict all? <laughs> you <know>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you'd have you'd have literally no comments, yeah, like you'd have, you'd have no nothing. You know, welcome to tattooing, by the way. What he says is it's crucial to create a positive community and avoid content that may have a damaging effect on people. <laughs> um, so like
0: how the other half live, this is crazy. I know. I mean, look at all these, all these other places are like full of like wonderful, respectful people with positivity and joy and happiness. I'm like, fuck man, you want to come and have a look at the, at the world of tattoo Instagram, you shit, you shit. I don't like your shoes.
1: The good thing about it as well is what, like say for example, if you use, if you use YouTube as an example, you know, we often get people make bad comments on our posts. And you know, what we want to do is create a really good positive environment for the tattoo industry and for the people that support our channel. And uh, So we have a really amazing button and it's called hide users from channel. I love screaming into the void and what motherfucker. That does, yeah. It allows people then they can carry on chatting shit, they can carry on saying what they want to see. you know, get all that negative, you know, I'd spew love out. it
0: if we could see that in a little bubble somewhere so that we could go into that like dark negative space where all you can read is the comics that we've gone. Yeah, you can keep doing it but you're screaming into the void. See you later. You know what I mean? It's, it would be, I don't know, it would be like being under Sid's bed in Toy Story, you know? <laughs> you know all the weird broken toys come <laughs> At out. the
1: end of the day, it's your channel, it's your social media profile or whatever, you have control over everything that goes on there, even the people that comment. Moving on back to Devin, what he said was when it comes to posting f- posting frequency, Devin suggested posting once a day rather than multiple times a day. Again, like I said earlier on, the algorithm prefers that. And what the algorithm also prefers, it's quality over quantity. Yep. So if you're using reels, for example, uh, you don't want to have low resolution you don't want to be having like a really pixelated reel. So little things like that, making sure the quality of your video is good. If the quality of the video is is low quality, it's probably not going to get seen or pushed by the algorithm because yeah. they can tell because they, you know, voodoo people. Um, also, another thing I found interesting is you don't want to have too much writing. So if you put a video up and it's got a shitload of writing on there, that's a massive no-no. Yeah, subtitles
0: generally, if that's what we do. Yeah, subtitles. We do subtitles yeah. on our reels because a lot of people have a sneaky look at reels when they're at work with the sound off on the phone. So you have to allow for sound and no sound. Yeah. Still put sound on the video for the people that are listening to it, but for no sound, allow for that. Yeah. You know, so, and ours with, uh, since we put, started putting subtitles on the reels, they do better.
1: So like if you are going to put songs on there and you are going to put music, make sure that you, the music that you put on there is from the Instagram app. Again, it's playing the game. It's using every all the tools that are available to play the game correctly. So, using the music that is provided by Instagram, yep. that is another kind of thing that will push you as a, a creator. I would say when it comes to the music,
0: though, because I see a lot of people doing it, they go through the you know the kind of like top twenty songs on Instagram uh, because that's apparently what Instagram will push. That's your brand, so stay authentic. Like recently, I did one of the Cheshire Cat from uh, Alice in Wonderland. I've done a few of those now, and I used, and I think I've probably used the same song every time, because the first thing that comes to my mind is Love Cats by The Cure, because I really love The Cure, Yeah. so I just put Love Cats by The Cure on it, because it fits with my brand, fits with my artwork, and it's a song that says Love Cats with a, vi- a tattoo of a cat, you know, all of this stuff is great advice, but don't lose yourself in it, you know, like, you keep your identity when they say use all of our tools you can still use those tools in your oh, way 100%. they want you to use all the features of the app and the reels that you use all the features will get you know pushed out more and but you don't have to like you know follow the herd and go oh i'll use the top three songs on instagram you know you can use your own music and make it yours i always think it's a bit weird when i see somebody with a com like a completely different track you know i'm not why is I know this guy does nothing but listen to death metal, so why why is he using a Billy Eilish song? It's like it's just a bit weird yeah. then, you know. Stay authentic to yourself, you know.
1: It depends how I'm feeling. Like sometimes if I just like, oh I can't be awesome, I'll just pick a fucking I'll just pick the first song. Like that comes that's there and I'm like, oh fuck it, I'll just do that. I, you know, I'm guilty De- I,
0: deeply offensive to all the musicians yeah. that I know that music's of so little importance. What do you think this is? A fucking
1: elevator? A lift? Moving on, another thing that I found out was really interesting was like how important it is to choose the time, you know, the time of when you make your posts. So like say, for example, yeah, you know, we've we've got it down now. You want to post like once a week. But like, when do you post it? So what they've said is like, if you go into your insights and on the insights, it shows that your account is more active, say on a Wednesday at six o'clock, then you should be making that one post a week at five o'clock on Wednesday yeah. because it will be in line with when you get the most activity on your account. Do you know what I mean? And I thought that was an interesting one because like, I've always thought like, oh, should I post on Monday mornings You know, when people are on a train? Because a few people have said that. Oh, you want to be posting first thing in the morning when people are on the way to work, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or you want to be posting in the nighttime, you want to be posting on a Sunday. And it's like, no. It's going to be different depending on the person. So it's all down to when you get the most engagement on your account.
0: This is a question I want to ask you guys, because I I think this is nonsense, right? Let's see, is there anybody out there, right, who has got a different time for their audience being most active? Because everybody I know, it says that your audience are most active seven days a week between six and nine. I don't know anybody that's got a different number. So, what what are they saying? is? Because you know that, isn't it? It's when use, everyone's sitting down. Yes, okay, there's an argument for posting then when there's most people are on there, but also, if the, everybody else in the entire fucking world is posting between six and nine, surely there's also an argument for going, well, you might not get quite as much engagement, but you'll have much less traffic and much less competition to your post. True,
1: and... You know, I, is I don't, this?
0: I mean, I don't know. I could be torn out my ass, but that's that's just me theorising. If you've gone into your Instagram and it's got a graph and um, and it says that most of your users are active at seven in the morning, please tell us because I don't know anybody that hasn't got between six and nine seven days a week.
1: Conspiratorial fucking head on now. But like, what if they want you to post that at that time because that is. For them, the app gets the most engagement, generally, and the advertisers yeah. that pay them revenue to advertise on the platform. To take
0: that a step further, what if, in fact, there is no algorithm and this is literally just them all lying to us and they Ooh. randomly switch stuff on and off uh, to convince people Could be. that there is some magic algorithm and all them computers are all fake at YouTube and Google and there's, it's just a guy dancing... <laughs> and there's no algorithm it's completely random it's just somebody like that you know just randomly going today you will switching be all the buttons off by like... the algorithm i'm the algorithm you know what i mean just sort of doing that be fucking man can you yeah. imagine
1: that hashtags i found really interesting because like throughout the years People have always said, like, oh, yeah, you should be doing like 15 hashtags and you should do this and you should do that. And the reality is.
0: Yeah, because they before. You don't really need to put that many hashtags. The um, accepted wisdom was that um, Instagram would allow for up to 30 hashtags in every post. So everybody post exactly 30 hashtags. I've been doing that for years. This was news to me. I was like, man, that makes my hashtags way easier. The lady
1: I spoke to went through my account and she was like, oh yeah, you're already doing what you should be doing with the hashtags. They recommend that you should be using between three and eight hashtags and those hashtags need to be relevant to your audience. So while you may have sponsors asking you to tag them in your posts and hashtag and things like that, if you want to maybe see some sort of real world kind of return off your posts i.e clients you do need to do them that are relevant to your audience so it's like say paul could do like hashtag paul talbot hashtag yeah cats hill tattoo artist do you know what i mean so if people are going on on instagram and searching for a tattooist in cats hill paul's going to come up chris has just mentioned two different outcomes do
0: you want to build a real world business or an online profile. I used to work in marketing and we'd sit down with brands um, to do this kind of thing. And our very first question, and it should be the first question that you ask yourself when you're setting this up for for yourself. Okay, this is what I'm going to do in 2024. I'm going to follow this advice. What the first question you should ask yourself is, what is my desired outcome for this? Now, it might be, that your desired outcome is to go is to get invited to loads of conventions, get loads of sponsorships, um, you know, get shared by loads of pages, and and, and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, that's now that will take you down one route if you know that that's what you want. You need to be honest with yourself. Now, if you want people to walk through the front door of your shop and get tattooed in the local area, that's a different set of hashtags, different set of posts. So before you start doing any of this, because obviously when you get to the end of this video, I know we're all going to sit down and, you know, kind of, all oh, right, I'm going to need to reinvent my Instagram. Before you do that, have a good think, put the kettle on, have a cup of tea, you know, calm down, right? and have a, have a think about what do I want to get from this thing that I'm going to do? What do I want Instagram to deliver for me? And make content based on that you know that's the best marketing advice i can give you think about that first what's your desired outcome
1: that's basically in a nutshell a lot of the kind of things you can do to improve your instagram kind of gameplay, playing let's say is there anything we can't do though chris there certainly is there paul there certainly is a few things that instagram advise against doing so some of the things that instagram advise against doing are things like avoid uploading reels that visibly originate from other apps TikTok. such as tiktok the, onto instagram that will not get pushed Purely because Instagram do not want to advertise another company on their platform. So, what the social media specialist from Meta advised is utilizing a third party editing app on your phone, edit the videos on there, and then upload them separately to whatever platforms you want. However, you can cross post between Instagram and Facebook. That's something that will help. So if you haven't got it set up to post your reels and your, your images from your Instagram page onto your Facebook, set that up because that will help as well. Borders around your reels. Maybe that is the algorithm thinking that it's a third party kind of thing i don't know poor video quality which we've touched on and using horizontal formats are also things to avoid um stick to using music from the instagram library or obtain the appropriate licenses the last thing that they said is make sure your content complies with Instagram's community standards and guidelines read the community
0: guidelines and fully understand them you have to think critically. I mean, I think with imagery and stuff like that, I don't think it's a problem. But if, like us, you're sharing opinion, make sure that it's very clear that it's opinion and that your opinion would be considered okay everywhere and by uh, people that are a lot more woke than you are. I want to balance this with um, uh, my thoughts on it, right? So Chris is talking about structuring your Instagram, making a posts... Doing it to a schedule, um, you know, playing by playing by the rules, playing the game, and all of that is really good advice. Um, my one piece of advice to you would be balance that with your mental health. Um, I know a lot of people that have had problems by becoming slaves to the algorithm. I'm sure that's a Grace Jones song, it's Slaves to the Algorithm. Don't allow yourself to become a slave to it. Have this fit in with your lifestyle. So if you if you think, well, I really should post five times a week, but I really don't have time to post more than twice, then post twice. You know, uh, put yourself first in this and make it fit in with your needs as a human being. You you don't want to be sitting there at two o'clock in the morning scheduling posts for the next day, crying, having not slept and, and all that. Just don't get in, involved in that. No, Nothing is more important than your own mental health. So that comes first. Uh, and then if you can do this, do it on your own terms at your own speed and you'll get the, the same you know, in fact I, I would argue you'd get a better result if you're happier doing it than you would if you're doing more and you're miserable because more is not always more sometimes less is more
1: no you, you are right and I, I think like like I said what, what we've just gone through there is essentially the the cheat guide as such you know it's Instagram turning around to me and saying this is the way that you can you know boost your your profile or boost your content you know by following these rules but you do them at a pace that's comfortable to you Um, and the other i think the other thing is like we we touched on it's like what do you want to achieve from here like that question you said earlier on i think you know if you're somebody that wants to be i don't know instagram famous and you want to make your money from brand deals and that's how you want to gain your revenue and so on then you know push it do everything that suits the instagram algorithm but if you're somebody that wants to actually get real world clients or real world return then maybe look at it and adapt it to yourself like what paul said yeah. um i try and get it to work for you it's like one of the guys that i work with reese he just uses his instagram as a portfolio he doesn't bother with a load of stuff he hasn't got a, a, a massive amount of followers on there but I guarantee you he is probably busier than half these people with 200,000 followers. Part of that is
0: the, the bit that no one, I think, I guess, thinks about is you can have 250,000 followers, and that's brilliant, congratulations, like amazing, but th- they can be all over the world and not able to get to your studio for a cancellation next Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but if you've got 4,000 followers and they're all in your town, they're all more, you know, you've got a much... Like better chance of filling that cancellation next Wednesday, haven't you? Yeah. If everybody else has got to get on planes and, and all that sort of stuff, it's a problem. So, yes, a you know, a, a big subscriber count or a follower count can be advantageous for certain things like sponsorship deals and presents and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. It's great. Um, it it do, Like, it's, Sometimes it doesn't translate real world. I've got friends where it does translate real world, so, you know, sometimes it does.
1: No, sometimes it does.
0: Just be aware. You know, I think you can look where your followers are from anyway in your Instagram, in the insights and stuff, you know. Given that this is, uh, you know, how to use social media, uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to ask you to help us with the algorithm, and that's the YouTube algorithm. If you press like... If this video got 200 likes on it, right? all you gotta do is just press that little button. It doesn't cost anything, it's totally free. Um, that massively changes the way the algorithm treats this video and shows it to other people. It's like get, buying us a coffee if you've learned anything. That's all you gotta do, won't hurt, promise ya. You, um, you won't be randomly spammed with our content or anything like that, just press like on it and you'll massively help us. Let's try and get 200 yes. likes on this video and see if we can convince the algorithm Uh, to tell people about that tattoo show and talking of that tattoo show this is that tattoo show or this was that tattoo show Uh, I've been Paul I have been Chris Uh, tell the lawyer tell the judge tell the priest uh, tell the people at Instagram is there really an algorithm? Mm, is there? who knows and we'll see you next week take care guys I hope this was helpful (laughs)